allowed to go out. I give myself permission to search for something that will lift me up. And once you do that, it's like game over. You are on the path, sister. You are ready to go. Hey friend, welcome to the Ready to Rise podcast with your host, me, Audrey Rose. This is the podcast all about taking your life to the next level. Join me on my journey as I create a life that I'm obsessed to wake up for every day. I hope that you are ready to create a life that you really, really love. Are you ready to rise? Welcome back. So I really want to start this podcast off with kind of almost laying a foundation in a way that's kind of how I've been explaining it to my friends. Laying a foundation for the house of improvement, I guess you could call it. You know, you're listening to a personal development podcast, something that is going to uplift you and help you make these right decisions and these great choices in your life. I think uh, the best thing to do is just start laying a foundation of like, how do I start to make these right choices? What right choices am I looking to make? Things of that nature. So the first couple episodes of the podcast, I really want to introduce you to some of the I was going through like a little bit of a rough period, you know, a couple years ago, and I really didn't find anything that was going to help me through this moment, right? I found a lot of things, a lot of things that were um, from people who had found all kinds of coping mechanisms and ways to improve their life, but they were 10 years out. So I found a lot of authors writing about more so like a very quick introduction of where they were those 10 years prior, which is where I was at that time. And then like, here I am, I've journaled, I've done gratitude, I've done meditation for every single day for about 10 years now. And so here I am now. But that didn't help me in that moment. I was so far down. They call it like being inside the reptile brain, being inside the most primitive part of your brain where it's like the fight or flight response. It's, it's, it's so primitive. I'm not thinking up here with the rest of my brain, the frontal lobe. I'm not really actually making these very logical decisions. I am too depressed. And so I can't really, I couldn't really take it in, you know, and take in what those authors were saying at that time. And I just felt like I really struggled. I took bits and pieces and I kind of formulated my own way of, mm, um, more like my own rhythm, right, of figuring out what I wanted to do. So I would take a piece from this author, and I would incorporate it daily for a couple of months. And then I found a piece from a different author I really liked, or a friend who's been in a similar situation, and then changed their life around. And as you can tell, I just kind of started to put all the pieces together. And then I re- I designed like this awesome kind of morning routine. And that's just what I want to share on. Like, I want to share the process of me kind of figuring all of that out and and learning how to do it. And then what I am doing now. And as I keep learning, I'm constantly hearing about something, um, something that sparks my interest and then trying it out. You know, I've done some really, really fun things. And I just want to come on here and let you know what kind of a meditation group I did last night or um, what I did and how it feels, um, how it's made me feel and everything that's changed me and pulled me out of that really kind of muddy situation that I was in. And um, you don't have to do everything that I've done. You can take what resonates with you, leave behind what doesn't, as they always say, 
and go from there. So I'm excited to share everything with you guys. And I really, I really look forward to hearing about how this helps you and, and what you, I, like I said, in the first episode, I was in a really dark place. And even before I started to leave my ex, I was looking for something. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know where to look. I didn't know what to do. But I was really looking for something as far as develop, developing myself. Um, I knew that I was unhappy. I blamed so much of the unhappiness on him. And then I would start to reflect and remember to myself, like, you know, it's not necessarily his fault because he he isn't a bad guy. He isn't, uh, he isn't hurting me. He isn't doing anything necessarily abusive. Um, he's not the one causing me to be so unhappy. I'm making my own choices. Nobody's forcing me into anything. Nobody's, you know, grabbing me and making me do any of these, these choices that I'm making basically. So why am I feeling so unhappy? So let's re revamp some of these choices. So why am I feeling so unhappy? It's related to the choices that I am making. So why don't I make better choices? Take inventory of the things that are making me unhappy and then change them. So I realized that maybe this relationship wasn't the best one for me, you know, and I kind of touched on it before, but like I found that, I found that diamond ring and it kind of was the one I had wanted, but instead of being elated in that moment, I felt kind of like, fuck, whoa, this is gonna, this is happening. Okay. So now what do I, what do I do? Do I, how do I get myself out of this one? Should I just settle? And it wasn't even like I was settling for him, like in a superficial type of way that we use that word. It was just like settling into this life that I really was not in love with. I wasn't waking up happy every morning. I was snoozing my alarm until the last minute. I was making these poor choices, staying up. And I remember on dates and things of that nature, I would like get drunk so that I could have fun. Because usually when we drink a lot, some of us end up having a great old time and I'm one of those. I remember, you know, smoking cigarettes after work because I was so stressed out and I didn't know how to deal with it. And he wouldn't debrief and talk with me about my work day and things like that. So I decided, you know what, I, something's wrong. So I had started some of this personal development journey where I knew I had to change something. And the, the vibe that I was getting from my parents, some of my friends, not all, um, some of my friends and, and people, um, even relationship podcasts I was listening to. And granted, a lot of the media that I was taking in at the time were things that talked about um, people who were married and people who had been married for a long time, right? So they weren't necessarily saying the advice that I probably needed to hear, like, mm, leave a relationship if it's not serving you and it's only been a couple of years, Everything I was taking in just said, hey, why don't you work on this about yourself? Why don't you lose weight so that you will be happier and love yourself more? And as a side effect, he'll probably want to have sex more often, and then you're going to be happier. Why don't you try to do these really nice things for him so that he will just love you more, and then the relationship will get better? So I took that advice. I ran with it. I did all of those things, and it still didn't help. I came across something and I couldn't even remember what it was, but some piece of advice that explained working on yourself will in turn fix the relationship because you, 
you will be fixed. You will be happier on your own. And that other person will pick up on that. And while I believe some, some of those things to this day, I don't think that that was fitting advice for that time period. I would give that advice. And I have to some of my friends who are married and have kids with a spouse and don't want to leave them, but are having a difficult time in this relationship. I've given that advice. Anyways, I took that advice. I went with it. I worked, started working really hard on myself. I read The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. I read many other relationship books and um, kept kind of trying to learn more about myself inside of a So I started to get stronger and stronger on my own. And then I remember finally having that light bulb go off that said, hey, this just isn't the right relationship for you. Because then coming out of that depressed state, like I ta- I touched on in my opening story where my friend had to like drag me by the ear basically into the shower and then like get me into some sunlight. I I was that depressed. And then she she mentioned the five second rule by Mel Robbins. And then that started to get me on the cycle of like self-development, relationship development. Anyways, once I started to get stronger, the relationship actually got worse. Why? Because I was growing. I was learning. I was expanding. I was becoming so much more conscious of what was going on day to day and how I wasn't being treated the right way that I wanted for myself. And as I opened up to that and I tried to like make him change and I tried to like just pray for it and get him to come with me to different events or read books with me and things like that, I realized I don't want that. I don't want somebody that I have to pull along onto this journey that I'm finally on, that I'm so excited to be be a part of. So thankful to be a part of this journey where I'm learning about myself. He didn't want anything to do with it. So what did I do? I had to really... Um, so that's when I called, you know, my friends and I left and then I hit that other depression, which, you know, I think a lot of women hit people in general, hit a depression like that when you're living on your own for the first time. So like I said, my friends, you know, grabbed a U-Haul, we filled it up with all of my belongings, left things that were just, you know, just too much to bring with me. Um, and then shoved it all in a storage system. I lived at my parents with my big dog for um, about a month until my apartment was ready that my friend had found me while she knew that I was going to end up breaking up with him. She just kind of tucked it into my back pocket, which is what awesome friends are for. And here I, here I was in this new apartment, finally, all on my own. It was my very first time living on my own. Thank God I had my dog. And I just remember feeling so depressed. It was so quiet. And I was like, what do I do in the silence? What am I supposed to do with this this quiet? What is this? So I drank a little bit extra. And I call it the Tinder and tequila phase. I definitely got on that little Tinder dating site and just kind of tried to find things to fill the void. The tequila helped. I would drink often, um, so much so I remember driving one day. Um, dri- I was driving somewhere anyways, and I looked at the can I was drinking just to make sure. I had to double take on this like can. It was a seltzer water, but I had to double take and make sure it wasn't an alcoholic one. Um, and then that's kind of when I had this revelation of like, 
oh my God, this has to stop. This is ridiculous. I would start drinking a little bit, have the TV and the radio on just so that it wasn't quiet. And I remember one morning um, being so depressed, you know, like always where I would sleep in all day and then stay up late and felt comfortable staying up by that point because I was drinking and or had company or whatever it was. And I remember one morning I was trying to wake up, but it was, oh God, it had to be like 10 a.m. And I remember just thinking to myself those negative thoughts, like I am such a loser. I am wasting all my time. I'm this, I'm that. But that still didn't get me out of bed. Let's be honest. That just makes you want to roll over and say, I'm already fucking up. Why not keep going and enjoy it in the process? But my dog jumps on top of me and starts licking my face. <laughs> and I remember just having this moment, this little revelation where I was like, shit, I'm not just ruining my life. I'm like ruining her life too. She's this big 90 pound Doberman Shepherd who needs to be out running around, hiking, going, you know, on walks. <laughs> She's like looking at me right now. It's so cute. She's like, yes, mom, that's me. <laughs> Anyways, um, so she's licking my face and kissing me and just like, like basically telling me that she like needs to be outside and I'm just being a piece of shit laying here. So anyways, I woke up and I had heard about, um, this mountain that I live right next to. So I went up, sat in the parking lot and just went on this hike. And it was like really hard for me because I had not been working out and I had been smoking cigarettes and doing bad things to my body. So that was hard, but it was also, um, there was a fee to park. And then I, that led to me learning about this whole system of parks that are in the County I live in and how you can buy a pass for $70 for a whole year free parking at all the different parks. It came with a map. And then I just made this choice that day, like, Hey, why don't I go to like every single park with my dog? And that can be like a thing. And like, I have to complete, I forget how many parks there are. I'll have to look that up. But, um, but a lot, I mean, over 50. And I was like, I'll have to like make it a goal where I go to each park within a year. So I started, I hung the map up in my shed outside on the door and just started crossing them off every time I went to one. And that just kind of got me a little bit out of that funk. Um, there's more to come on those stories. But, but seriously, I think the biggest step in starting to, to like allow yourself to change is exactly to allow yourself to change. You... You don't want to change if you're still laying around in bed and like being really mean to yourself and calling yourself names and saying really mean, mean things. But the moment that you sit here and you say, Hey, you know what? I deserve more to go out. I give myself permission to search for something that will lift me up. And once you do that, it's like game over. You are on the path, sister. You are ready to go. Because I could have sat around. When I found that wedding ring, I could have just been like, okay, all right, I see what's coming, see what's coming. Well, I mean, he's a good guy. We make good money together. We have everything we want, and we have a dog. I'm, you know, 
could get pregnant. We were putting in offers on homes at that time. I'm sure one of them will go through, things like that. And I could have been like, you know what? This is very comfortable. I don't, I don't really see why I need to change. He's not abusing me. There's nothing wrong going on. And I remember that's when I started toying with that idea of, wow, like, but do I want something more for myself? Like, do I feel happy like this or do I want And it took me a lot of soul searching to realize that maybe those external circumstances were not making me happy. I looked inward at what I had at that time, what I had accomplished at that time. Was it making me happy? No, it wasn't. So I remember toying with that decision. Really, it was a big um, turning point for me. And that's why it became such a big decision of, of leaving him because I knew, I knew if I left him, that did not mean that I could go spend a couple months living life as normal and then ending up dating another guy just like him and having another relationship just like this one and then thinking of settling again in that way of me settling my life. So... I kind of, I just really played around with that choice. It was really, really hard to make. He was, he was a good guy. So then it was like, if I leave, this has to be because I need the time and the space and the environment to better myself, not because, you know, of anything with him. So I did, I finally did leave. I remember sitting down with my grandma and just having that Uh, We had a discussion together where I had told her, I don't, you know, like, I don't know if I should leave. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if I should be leaving him. He's not a bad guy, all of those things. And I don't have a reason to leave him is what what I told her. She looked at me and she is one of those people that's like, when are you getting married? When am I going to have grandbabies? Like she's one of those that would definitely be pushing it. Right. But she looked at me and she just said, Audrey. You are not happy. But I do think that the biggest, the biggest piece and the very first foundation piece of starting any type of self-care, um, self-development journey seriously is allowing yourself to do it. Many people sit at home and just say, You'll, you'll kind of notice a lot of people sitting at home and just saying to themselves, it's okay. I don't have to change. This is comfortable. I'm making good money. Why would I want to leave this job? He doesn't treat me badly. Why would I want to leave this boyfriend? And you know what? That's fine. Comfortable is fine if it's serving you. But like they always say, nothing good comes from comfort zones. Nothing amazing is going to come when you're feeling so comfortable and you're just kind of like passive and you're not too worried about anything. And if you want to change and create a life that you're seriously obsessed with, you're going to have to change things. You'll notice some of the people who set in those comfort zones are truly okay with it and they are living a life that they had once reached for. And have now earned and are now comfortable with and okay with and they are are thriving every day in a comfort zone. And that's one thing. But for some of us, 
we feel it so deeply down somewhere inside the pit of our stomach, this like this feeling, and it, it's almost kind of hard to explain, but it's this feeling of like, what else is out there? Where am I going? What else is, is waiting for me? There's something else out there. And it's like this little spark of curiosity or this knowing deep down that there's something else that you're waiting for. Something more than binge eating ice cream and sitting on the couch watching reruns of HGTV's favorite shows, whatever. There's something out there for me. There's some kind of life waiting for me that I know I'm just going to have so much spark and so much excitement and energy for every day. And like I, I've been saying, this really, this episode is all about just teaching you that, hey, some of us feel that spark deep down and that desire and it is okay to go for it. It's okay to allow yourself to run after that and to start to learn and think and I don't know, brainstorm, wonder, what is that going to be like for me? What does that mean for me? What is that pit in my stomach? That little spark of excitement of knowing that there's something else, that this isn't it. It's not over. What does that mean to me? Think about your goals, your dreams. What do you really dream about? And I mean, truly at night, like what are your exciting fantasies, your exciting dreams? What is your inner voice telling you that you could be doing right now and that you want to be doing? There's a quote by Gabrielle Bernstein that states, I believe I am worthy of feeling good. And I saw that the other day. It was such a big reminder to me that this is our time. This is your time to take charge of your life and allow yourself to live the life that you truly want to live. This is our time to take control and do what's best for us in the long run. Live that life that you truly want to live. Allow yourself to do this, you need to give yourself permission to seriously make a difference in your own life. So start thinking about the things that you want to do. What are the things that spark joy in your life? And start to give yourself that freedom, allowing yourself to know that it's okay to have dreams. It's okay to chase dreams. I don't care how much is on your plate for other people. This is your life. You're the only person that you are going to live and die with and have this entire life with. It's you. This is yours. So think about it. Get ready to allow yourself to live a life that you really, really love. Yay! I'm so happy you were able to make it to another awesome episode. Don't forget, if this resonated with you, take a screenshot, tag me in it on Instagram at Enlightened Period Wellness. Or if it's something that one of your friends needs to hear, don't hesitate to send it out. Let's get this message across. Have a blessed day.